Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Proverbs chapter 27. Do not boast about tomorrow, for you do not know what a day may bring. Let someone else praise you, and not your own mouth, an outsider, and not your own lips. Stone is heavy, and sand a burden, but a fool's provocation is heavier than both. Anger is cruel, and fury overwhelming, but who can stand before jealousy? Better is open rebuke than hidden love. Wounds from a friend can be trusted, but an enemy multiplies kisses. One who is full loathes honey from the comb, but to the hungry, even what is bitter tastes sweet. Like a bird that flees its nest is anyone who flees from home. Perfume and incense bring joy to the heart, and the unpleasantness of a friend springs from their heartfelt advice. Do not forsake your friend or a friend of your family, and do not go to your relative's house when disaster strikes you. Better a neighbor nearby than a relative far away. Be wise, my son, and bring joy to my heart. Then I can answer anyone who treats me with contempt. The prudent see danger and take refuge, but the simple keep going and pay the penalty. Take the garment of one who puts up security for a stranger. Hold it in pledge if it is done for an outsider. If anyone loudly blesses their neighbor early in the morning, it will be taken as a curse. A quarrelsome wife is like the dripping of a leaky roof in a rainstorm. Restraining her is like restraining the wind or grasping oil with the hand. As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. The one who guards a fig tree will eat its fruit, and whoever protects their master will be honored. As water reflects the face, so one's life reflects the heart. Death and destruction are never satisfied and neither are human eyes. The crucible for silver and the furnace for gold, but people are tested by their praise. Though you grind a fool in mortar, grinding them like grain with a pestle, you will not remove their folly from them. Be sure you know the condition of your flocks. Give careful attention to your herds, For riches do not endure forever, and a crown is not secure for all generations. When the hay is removed and new growth appears, and the grass from the hills is gathered in, the lambs will provide you with clothing, and the goats with the price of a field. You will have plenty of goat's milk to feed your family, and to nourish your female servants. So we have general proverbs of various subjects. A couple of my favorite proverbs 
are contained within this chapter, and I'll, I'll tell you which one as we go forward or which ones. So the, verse 1, do not boast about tomorrow, for you do not know what a day may bring. My mother is um, with the Lord, has been for many years. She was a godly woman, a saintly woman. And those of her generation had a habit of not making commitments for anything beyond today, largely based on this verse. Don't boast about tomorrow, for you don't know what a day may bring. So my mother, for example, would say, I'm coming over to your house. And then she would add, God willing. So whatever her plans beyond today were, she would always add the caption, God willing. I think that's very precious. I don't know that you need to do that. But in her heart, uh, she was just expressing the fact that she agreed with the Lord. We don't have tomorrow. All we've been entrusted with is today. And we need to make the best of today and trust God for all of our tomorrows. I think that's a really good principle. Verse 2 is um, uh, one that I, I greatly admire. I like the wording. I like the content. I like the thought behind it. It says, let someone else praise you and not your own mouth, an outsider and not your own lips. So, friends, I don't know about you, but I don't have much use for braggarts. People that really are full of themselves don't sit well with me. And so this admonition, let someone else praise you and not your own mouth. I think that is a wonderful bit of instruction for every child, every man, every woman, every age group. Let somebody else praise you. Don't pat yourself. Don't break your arm patting yourself on the back, as they say. There's another one that I'll jump to now because it's probably one of my favorite Proverbs, but it's along the same lines about praise and, and how it's to be handled. It's verse 21. The crucible for silver and the furnace for gold, but people are tested by their praise. What this means is gold and silver go through a furnace. They go through a, a melting process to get the waste products out of them. But people are tested by the praise that's given to them and their response to it. In other words, the humble or the proud respond differently when praise is applied to them. And each man is tested by God according to the praise that he receives and how we respond. That is a very interesting observation on how the Lord tests mankind. I especially like that verse 21. And I think of it often. People are tested by the praise they receive. And by extension, of course, the implication is by our response to the praise we receive. You can't help it if somebody says something nice about you. But how you respond is up to you. It depends on your character, whether you're humble or proud. And so you can be polite without being proud. Uh, you can be humble and polite, or you can be humble and rude. But we're, we're all tested by the praise that's given to us. That, that fascinates me. That concept fascinates me. Let's back up to verse 10. It's instructions saying that um, friends are, are more valuable if they're nearby when an emergency pops up. It says, better a neighbor nearby than a relative far away. And so um, when disaster strikes, it's good to have someone close by that you can turn to. Verse 12 talks about wise people making preparation when disaster looms. The prudent see danger and take refuge. But the simple keep going and they pay the penalty. And so those who are prudent, we have a, a saying in our generation talking to people as preppers. 
Well, the Proverbs seem to um, lend some credence to making preparations. If there is indeed a danger looming, then you are to make preparations in advance. Of course, people can go off the deep end with anything. But some advance uh, uh, disaster preparation is, is wise and prudent. We'll just leave it with that. Verse 17, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. That means that we are um, helped by those people of caliber that we surround ourselves with, people of high caliber, people um, that are as sharp or sharper than we are, help us to grow and help us to improve. You know, in athletics, they say that you should train with someone, if it's possible, of a higher skill level than your own. You never want to train with someone that is vastly lower skilled than you are because your own skill diminishes. Well, the idea of this iron sharpening iron is someone sharp sharpening you and making you a better person behavior-wise and and, uh, whatever is in view. Verse 19, as water reflects the face, so one's life reflects the heart. Let me just tell you a little story and then one more proverb. Years ago, I was on an airplane, and I noticed an old man sitting several aisles over. And you could see every line on his face was deeply etched, and all of the lines were going up like he'd spent his whole life smiling. And this this proverb says, a water as water reflects the face, so one's life reflects the heart. Your life reflects what's in your heart. And eventually, your countenance reflects what's in your heart and how you've chosen to live your life. And so um, I want to be one of those people that my, my heart speaks life, my heart gives life, my face reflects life, my words reflect life. And I hope and pray that um, whatever I share here is life-giving to you. Finally, the proverb closes in verse 23 and 24. Be sure you know the condition of your flocks. Give careful attention to your herds. For riches do not endure, and a crown is not secure for all generations. And you may say to yourself, um, I don't have any flocks. I don't have any sheep and herds and cattle and all that. This is not talking about that. It's talking about being diligent to keep track of what you've been entrusted with. However much you have or however little you have, you're responsible for keeping track of, of um, what you're responsible for. And if you give careful attention to whatever you've been entrusted with, then someone will entrust you with more. And so we're to be wise stewards. And um, the idea of knowing the condition of your flocks is applicable in whatever business you're in, whatever vocation you're in. Know the condition, know the circumstances of your assets around you and uh, the needs of those around you. So, Lord, we thank you for these general proverbs and on a myriad of different subjects. I thank you for the old saints who were not willing to uh, make firm plans beyond today, or at least not to, to claim with no equivocation that they'll do something tomorrow. They were aware that every day is a gift from you. And Lord, you are the one who has all of our tomorrows in your hands. Lord, help us be among those who trust you for our tomorrows. And help us, Lord, to live uprightly so that when tomorrow comes, we're in good standing with you and ready for it. And all these things we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. 
It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.